And so you have to start asking yourself questions like, if I had $50 million tax-free dollars, what would I be doing right now? Question mark. That's a question that you can ask, ask yourself. And I'm not talking about the material stuff. Yeah, I want a wonderful house. I want cars. I want, you know, I, I understand all of that. But I'm talking about if you knew you couldn't fail, like what would you be doing now? You have to ask yourself those questions so that you can see, would you be still staying where you are if you're employed? If you have $50 million, would you still be um employed the next day when you find out that you got $50 million tax-free dollars, would you still go back to work? Have you ever felt a stirring in your heart that you were called to do something greater than you are doing now? Or respond to a burning desire in your heart? Or maybe make a difference in a particular area or someone's life? Or is there a restlessness that stirs in your soul? Well, I'd like to welcome you to When the Moment Chooses You podcast. I am your host, Charlene Johnson, also known as Coach Charlene. This podcast will engage in compassionate, courageous conversations because I believe in your personal development, creating and inspiring destiny moments because every heartbeat truly matters. You will hear stories of change agents and trailblazers that dare to dream and not accept the status quo. Through hearing these stories, I truly believe that it will reignite the flame of passion and move you from just talking and thinking about it to actually being about it. We are all on our journeys of self-discovery. So be empowered as we inspire you to tap into the highest expression of yourself. Let's join the podcast. Greetings, greetings, and welcome to When the Moment Chooses You. I am your host, Coach Charlene, and I am excited today because I want to inspire you today. I want you to begin to reconnect with your vision. So I thought I'd do a solo episode today, and I really want to uh, focus in on vision because without vision, really, there's nothing that you can really achieve because you have to have something that you're able to see beyond your current circumstances. So I thought I'd just unpack vision and my journey with learning about vision. And so first I'll start by saying that one of my favorite um, scriptures is without a vision, the people perish. And so just thinking about the ability to have a vision that's bigger than you. That's what I like about vision because I don't know about you, but I am a dreamer and I absolutely love dreaming. When I close my eyes, I see so much. And I was in this event, um, the Caring Science uh, Community Consortium, and there's a Across the street from the hotel, there's an artist, a creator uh, building, and it has quotes outside of the building. And I was just admiring all of the different quotes from the different artists like Michelangelo. Um, and it was amazing. And there was one quote that really caught my eye. And it says that I shut my eyes in order to see. And that was by Paul Gogan, I think his name was. And I thought that was so profound because many of us, can't really see our vision because we have so much, so many other things in our view. You know, our eyes become dim 
from life circumstances, from all of the different things that we're doing. Because when you really recognize vision and you focus on, let's say, your particular vision, because I think that there's three different types of vision. And this is just for me, Coach Charlene, throughout my life and what I've learned. And the way that I structure them is this. There's a universal vision. There's a united vision. And there is a unique vision. And for me, the universal vision is me and how I have service toward God. That's a universal vision for me. And then United Vision is when I began to partner with other people that are visionaries that have compatible visions to what I believe that I'm called to do. So give you an example, like say, is in the church role. It could be with uh, that pastor or that first lady or whoever. If something is compatible with your vision and you join forces with that vision, it's, if it's with an organization and you share the same values, then you join forces with that that bigger vision so that you can de- develop within the vision. So that is what I see as United Vision. Another example is, for instance, I I had a dream and I had a vision to start a group called Dream Girls Network. And Dream Girls Network is where women find their voice and they release it to their particular audience. They either find it, amplify it, sharpen it so that they can begin to start resonating out into the atmosphere. I found a quote and it says that one voice at the right pitch can create an avalanche. And that's by, I think her name is Diana Hardy. And so what I'm saying in that, I got that vision about 2000 and probably 16, 17. And then I actually jumped out and did something about it and began to do workshops and um, conferences and things like that for women in particular that are really seeking to find their voice. So that I became the visionary of that vision. I saw that dream on the inside And then I was able to manifest it on the outside. But the first step is to be able to see your dream on the inside and then manifest it on the outside. So that Dream Girls Network, for instance, is a united vision because I open it up for other women that really want to find their voice that are speakers and that um, are a little bit afraid to get up in front of people and need to develop um, and hone their skills, their uniqueness and discover their audience, etc. So I allow people to get up, the women to get up and speak. And so What's interesting is when your vision is compatible with another vision, then it brings so much fulfillment into your life. And so that's why that is United Vision. I just wanted to give an example of that. And then Unique Vision is my personal vision of what I am unique. Like it's what distinguishes me from other people. It's that unique vision. What is the unique vision for my life? I like how um, Napoleon Hill, he says, your definiteness of purpose. And so it's that, I, I like to call it your fingerprint. What is it about you that distinguishes you from anybody else? You have to discover that for yourself. Is your uniqueness is what makes you rare. Because quite honestly, when you find out your uniqueness, 
you become a commodity. You become very valuable because there's only one you. And so if you develop and you become the best version of yourself and find out your particular fingerprint that you want to leave on the earth, it is extremely powerful. So discovering your uniqueness is so critical. And that's why I say a unique vision. My unique vision is not going to be the same as someone else's unique vision because I have a different fingerprint. And so that's why you're forbidden to copy other people. I am not trying to compete with anybody. My competition, honestly, is with myself. Me becoming better every day that I'm awake. I want to be a better human being and I want to perfect that which I have been called to do. And that's my unique vision. And so I'm constantly developing myself so that I can actually level up on whatever it is I believe that my manufacturer has created me to do. And I know one of the wonderful things that I love doing is inspiring other people. I love inspiring others. It just is in my blood. I cannot help it. I don't try to do it. It just happens. And that's the interesting thing about a unique vision of spending a little bit more time on a unique vision, because sometimes people get so lost in the other and uh, in, in their united vision that they kind of forget about their unique vision. And they try to imitate and copy other people. And so it's not about that. It's joining forces with someone so that you can develop. That's the whole aim for someone to connect into a united vision. And so um, the reason why I mentioned that is because, um, you know, you can, you can get lost. And that's what you don't want to do because when you get lost, and you're not really discovering who you really are, you can't really show up as your bold and powerful self. You have to have confidence in who you are. And if you don't know who you are, then you're going to shrink back when it's really time for you to stand bold. So I would encourage you, if you're kind of lost in the, you know, the tidal wave of everybody else's opinion, I encourage you to take some time to find out who you are. Take some time to find out your own superpowers so that you can then manifest those superpowers like never before. But you can't really have the confidence to do that until you spend the time to discover who you are. That's why I'm so big on self-discovery, because I did not find who, out who I was until I actually spent the time to do so. Quite honestly, school doesn't teach you that. College doesn't teach you that. Now, you can learn some things through that process, but you getting alone and finding out who you are in times of crisis, who you are in times of joy, that's the important part that I want you to get. So if you're not really sure, get some time to yourself and start asking yourself questions. I remember me and my husband, we um, we co-teached for a long time together. Um, and one of the things we did was this workshop called A Night to Dream. And The Night to Dream was actually pretty powerful because it helped us to take the limits off of our everyday mundane lives that we live. You know, a lot of people, they're just getting up, you're going to work, you're paying bills, you're coming home, you're going to sleep, you're getting up, you're coming up, you know, the same pattern over and over and over again. I know you know what I'm talking about there, but it's about 
causing yourself to wake up and become conscious to your patterns that you're doing. You know, that repetitive rat race type of thing. If you're not careful, you'll continue to do that. And before you know it, you look up and, oh my gosh, I'm 60 years old and I haven't achieved any of the things that's in my heart to do. And so you want to be conscious. You want to be awake and you want to be alert. And so you have to start asking yourself questions like, if I had $50 million tax-free dollars, what would I be doing right now? Question mark. That's a question that you can ask, ask yourself. And I'm not talking about the material stuff. Yeah, I want a wonderful house. I want cars. I want, you know, I, I understand all of that. But I'm talking about if you knew you couldn't fail, like what would you be doing now? You have to ask yourself those questions so that you can see, would you be still staying where you are if you're employed? If you have $50 million, would you still be um employed the next day when you find out that you got $50 million tax-free dollars, would you still go back to work? Well, guess what? If you still would go back to work, then you are tapping into your purpose and you may be significantly needed where you are or you love what you do. So you're totally cool with what you're doing. But then there's other people, if you gave them that $50 million that is tax-free too, they would immediately be gone and doing something else that they love to do. And so it's just about taking those limits off because as you go throughout life, limitations begin to set in because of all our responsibilities, all of the things that we have to do, all of the bills that we have to pay, all of the, you know, all the stuff, the life stuff that has to happen. But when you take the limits off, it helps you to think a little bit bigger, a lot bigger. And that's the power of vision. Vision gives you the ability to see before your eyes. I love um, the late Dr. Miles Monroe. He was extremely powerful in his um, concepts and his preaching. And he was talking about Uh, He said this quote in one of his books. I can't remember. I think it was the principles and power of vision. But he said that eyes that look are common, but eyes that see are rare. So sight is a function of the eye, but vision is a, a function of the heart. And I thought that was so powerful because I was like, well, I mean, we can look, but you know what? We can look at something and see it all around us. Say that there's a challenge around you and it feels like really overwhelming. But if imagine if you can see beyond that challenge to a resolution. I mean, it becomes a game changer, especially with vision in particular. Say that you get your vision. God gives me a vision. I have it. Just like he gave me this podcast and he's giving me books to write and um, conferences to do, etc., I have those visions on the inside of me. I can see them. You know, nobody else can see them necessarily right now. Now we can see the podcast, but in the beginning, it starts invisible. It starts inside. I see it on the inside. And then I work on the processes to get it to the outside. And then you get to see it. And that's the power of a dream and the power of a seed. Um, It's the same thing uh, for those ladies out there that have had a child. You carry that baby for nine months. You can see it on ultrasound, but and you can see the woman getting bigger. But honestly, when the baby has just been conceived, the baby is still a baby, but nobody can see it. And then it goes through a process. 
And then you're able to see it um, after that nine months or whatever term the baby is carried to. My point is a lot of times we cannot see our dreams in the beginning. It's that point of conception that nobody sees. It's the visionary that can see that dream at that particular time. So the key is you have to believe in your own significance so that you can birth that baby that's on the inside of you, that business, you know, that product, that ministry, whatever it is that you believe that you're called to do, you have to see it on the inside first, and then you can do it on the outside. And that's why vision is so powerful, because you have to be able to see beyond your eyes, because your eyes can become a trap. When it comes to vision, when you look at all of the circumstances and all of the limitations that may present itself, your eyes can become dim and you can get to a point where you don't even move forward because what you see is is so overwhelming that you can't see beyond your eyes. So my encouragement to you today is that you have to fight for your vision. If there's any visionaries out there and you have a dream in your heart and Somehow you've gotten stuck by looking at all of the circumstances that are around you. I'm encouraging you to be able to see beyond your eyes, fight for that vision that you see in your heart, because you have to be willing to fight for it in order for it to get to where it needs to be. It's the same thing with childbirth. That's I love comparing that because uh, that's the field that I'm in. And that's a lot of the vision that when I'm getting messages and things like that, I kind of compare them to um, a woman having a child. And so at the end of the process of nine months, it's not a pretty picture when you have to get the baby out, right? It's not a pretty picture all the time. Most of the time, I'm going to say, there's a few births that are just like, oh, this is wonderful. I just had a baby. But most of us have to really get that on the inside of us when we're ready to push it out. So there's a fight to get out your dream. There's a fight to get out that book. And when I say a fight, I'm talking about not necessarily a physical fight. I'm talking about a fight that's called discipline. What you do daily will determine your success. Are you, say if it's a book, are you writing on your book every day, 10 minutes, five minutes? I know I'm talking to myself. I have started writing in my book every day over the last month and it will be done um, for 2024. So it takes discipline because I have all this other stuff to do. And so I'm encouraging you, whatever it is that your dream is, you have to fight for it. You have to put in the preparation, the discipline, the persistence or whatever that is that you need so that you can birth that which you see on the inside. And then my last thing that I want to talk to you about is the challenges, the challenges of life. You know, there's always things that literally get in our way. Always. I don't know about you, but if you're a visionary and you have not been tested and you have not been challenged, then my question is, are you really dreaming? Whenever you get a vision, you are going to be tested. Let's just settle that statement right now. It's a given that anything significant that you do, you will be tested. And so that's why you have to apply discipline. You have to apply 
persistence. You have, you have to apply perseverance. You have to apply these different principles into your daily practices so that you can get the desired result that you are aiming for. It's so important for you to do that. You have to believe that what you saw on the inside is going to do what it's supposed to do. Is it going to touch humanity? Is it going to make life easier for all of those that are concerned? Whatever your vision is, you have to be able to see that and you have to believe in it so much. When nobody else believes in it, you have to believe in it. You're the visionary of the baby. It's just like, okay, I'm going back to that scenario again, you guys. It's just like once the baby comes out after mother carries that baby, when that baby gets sick, guess who's there to take care of that baby? There's not everybody else around at 2 a.m., 3 a.m. in the morning. It's that it's that partner that's going to be there, the husband that's going to be there, that's going to help out possibly. And most of the time they're sleeping. So it's that mom. That mom is a guardian and she is going to take care of that baby in times of sickness. I mean, for the long haul. And so my point is with the dream, with the business, with whatever that is that you have been commissioned to do, given to do, you will hover over that dream. So it can be very lonely and isolating a lot of times when you have a dream and you're having challenges and you're hoping that people would come help you. And honestly, it boils down to, do you believe in your own vision? Do you put the finances into your own vision? Are you with that vision enough that you're willing to stay up hours and hours getting it done? That's the kind of tenacity that you have to have if you want to see your dream live. If you want to see your vision come to fruition so everybody else can see it, then you have to have that type of fervency. So anyway, that's my message for you this week. And I'm going to be sharing uh, next week also another part to that vision. So that would be my title, got vision. Do you have vision or have you allowed the cares of the world to blind you? Have you allowed your eyes to become a trap for you from producing and birthing out that which you were created to birth out? Well, if you have, I tell you what, I'm going to stir you up so that you can make sure that you revive your vision. You become more clear of what it is that you believe that you have to contribute to humanity. So thank you so much for joining me on this episode. You know, I am getting ready to put out an ebook. You'll be seeing the ebook come out really soon. And it's really about you becoming the best version of yourself. I love doing things where you have to become a better you. And so you'll be hearing from me. I want to give you a link if you're interested in the ebook. And I would love for you to get a copy and really spend the time reflecting and seeing what it is that you believe that you were destined to be so that you can become that which you see on the inside of you. So thank you so much. And I will see you next week. 
Thank you for joining the podcast. When the Moment Chooses You is a bi-weekly podcast where I not only discuss my own passion and quest for responding to those destiny moments, but I will also be sharing inspiring stories, tips, and tools as we navigate this journey of life together. As you can see, I will also be interviewing amazing guests and risk takers with stories that seize the moment and transform their lives and those around them. My hope is to share my passion and to build a community around creating destiny moments because every heartbeat matters. Find me on social media and I'd love for you to subscribe to my YouTube channel, like and share as much as you want to. Thank you so much. And what will you do when the moment chooses you?